0: Thanks for joining us. George Camel, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Angela is with us in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hello. Thank you.
0: Thank you. How can we help?
1: Yes, sir. About three years ago, my husband and I, we purchased a 2019 Triple Wide manufactured home. Oh, no. And with, you know, the... Uh, yes, <laughs> and with the you know cost of living and everything else rising, we just found out that to replace our same model, it's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars more than we can get insured for. And you know, we've called around, we've gotten additional quotes that will go up to about one hundred and ninety, but still nothing that would you know offset the cost if we had a you know a total loss. And we're kind of confused on how we should move forward because we are debt.
0: You you are what?
1: We are pretty much debt free.
0: That's good. Well, um, you're going to have a total loss on this. Over the next ten years, fifteen years, it's going to become worth zero. Mm-hmm. They go down in
1: value.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh you've got a you've got some i i, I would sell it today so while well, you can get some money out of it before it goes down in value more every year you wait it's going to go down in value not up in value the home you own yes. should go up in value mm mm-hmm. triple wides double wides do not go up in value yes
2: yeah.
1: the um the hardest part about that is we do i, I am on family land which is mine it's deeded to us and i could sell it but then we would have somebody we didn't know, you know, right beside us. I do have another acre of land that I could build on, but, you know, that's where we were kind of, you know, we're torn. But financially, we want to make the best decision for us because, like I said, you know, we we are almost completely debt-free. We only have $12,000 vehicle payment, and we'll be completely
0: debt-free. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. What, What would it sell for today?
1: Probably
0: around three three fifteen. Three
1: hundred and fifteen thousand. That counts the ground. Yes. hmm Right. What's the dirt right. worth? Um the dirt is probably worth about uh, I'm probably think seventy five.
0: Probably worth what? About seventy five. Seventy five thousand dollars. Okay. Yes, so sir. so you, you think that the trailer itself has a value of two hundred thousand bucks. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Um, and so here's the thing: ten years from now, the two hundred thousand dollars is going to be twenty thousand or forty thousand. Agreed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: sir. Okay. That tells me I have to do something. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what it is exactly we're going to do, but I'm not going to ride that. Cam- I'm not going to ride the horse till it dies. The horse is sick. Yes, okay, sir. And so, um, it could be that I sell it without the land under it and move it somewhere, or I buy a little piece of land somewhere, move it to that land, and then sell that package somewhere uh, and get it off mm-hmm. the family land, and then build a house on the family land. Eventually, um, it may be. It may be that this process takes a year or two, um, but the insurance problem is just highlighting the asset depreciating, losing values problem. It's 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 telling you you can't do the it's telling you you shouldn't keep it. Right. So, you know, if the family land, uh, who's uh, on the rest of the land?
1: My mother.
0: Your brother. Okay. My mother. Oh, my your mom. mother. I see. Okay. Yes, my mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's your household income?
1: Um, about one hundred and fifteen thousand.
0: Very good. Okay. Well, it might take a little time to execute, but one option would be to buy a piece of property somewhere to move this to, move it there, get the septic in, get it hooked up, have a you know a full property there with land and trailer, and sell the whole thing. You're probably going to get a lot more for the trailer if you do that than if you just sell it with no dirt under it. Agreed? Correct. Yes. That would correct. be my guess anyway. I fool with these mm-hmm. things over the years a few times in the real estate business, but I'm not an expert on them. But I'm, I think you can. And, and here's the thing it's very tempting because you're debt free to just sit there. But we have to say out loud over and over again that you're getting ready to lose a lot of money when you do that over a yeah. decade, over a period of time. And I would rather you make a shift here now that's painful and very, very inconvenient. Um, and you know, end up building you a nice home on there. And even if you took on some a mortgage and you turn and get the mortgage paid off, that kind of thing, but just riding this thing all the way down, it doesn't make sense.
3: Yeah. I'm wondering if there's an option where they hang on to the family land, but they go move into a neighborhood and get a normal house that will appreciate and
0: value until you get them. But, but it, it, you can't hang on to the land. You can't leave the trailer there. You got to sell it. Yeah. And if you sell it, you're going to sell the property next door to your mama which is, that's hard to do. I mean, yeah. that's very hard to do. That's even more inconvenient than my idea because it's inconvenient family-wise. Mm. Um, and it sounds like they would prefer to live there next to her mother, you know, and so forth. So, yeah. Um, so I... I, I just want to see him build I, I'm not going to, it's not a panic, but two years from now, I'm not going to be sitting in the same exact place watching this thing go down in value. Because your net worth is going the wrong direction, and um, and and just because you don't want to face the inconvenience of of somehow getting rid of this trailer, yeah, uh, and, and it's going to be very it's going to be a pain in the butt. And paid for real estate is a big part of the building wealth, yeah, and keeping but not paid for trailers,
3: no, because that's backsliding.
0: Yeah, it's just Stuff. a large car. Financially, it's a large car you sleep in. Yeah, I mean they go down in value. It's that simple. Well, and there's a reason the insurance company's not messing with exactly. it. Mm. Exactly. They, they they're not going to cover it. Jacob is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hey, Jacob, how are you?
2: Hey, doing pretty good. Um, my question is: Me and my wife were having our first child, and I want to start a new business. We both agreed on an action plan, but uh, I kind of wanted to go over the particulars with you and find out you know if I might be missing something
0: okay cool tell you what we are heading into a commercial break it sounds like a really important question I'd like to get the details and give you a proper answer instead of trying to do it in 24 seconds and so if you'll hang with me we'll come back to you Jacob and uh George and I will walk through this with you my brother this is the Dave Ramsey the Ramsey show where did that come from If you've gone through Financial Peace University, or, chances are it's because someone in your life lit a fire under you. Mom and dad gave it to you. Your pastor offered it at your church. A friend wouldn't stop talking about it. So you finally took the class. Then, when you start working the baby steps, they worked and everything's different. You changed your entire future. Well, now you can light a fire under someone else. Uh, you can give someone you care about Financial Peace University and share the same hope you've discovered with money. And with Christmas coming, this is the perfect time to do it. And when you give FPU as a gift, they get more and more and more. Uh, it's it's more than just the course. You're going to get the premium version of every dollar. You're going to get a group call with our coaching team, uh, all of this. This Christmas, give the people that you care about a gift that actually matters. It's called hope. It's freedom. Buy Financial Peace University as a gift. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash Give, F-P-U, G-I-V-E, F-P-U. Jacob is with us in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hi, Jacob. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, hello. We were talking about you guys, and you're thinking about starting a business uh, while you got a baby on the way. So what do you do for a living now? Uh, Right now I'm in pest control. Okay, what do you make? I'm going to make 35500 a year. Okay. And does your wife work outside the home? Yes, she's a teacher. And what does she make? She makes 51900 Okay. And uh, what kind of business are you thinking of starting? A pest control business. Okay. Which would put you in direct competition with your current employer, so you cannot do it while you're... Currently working for them, right? right? Yes, sir. How old are you? I'm 36. How long have you been doing pest control? For four years.
3: Hmm.
2: When's the baby due? In seven months. But uh, so just a little bit of what's been going on, what we're looking at numbers wise, um, you know, we only owe on the house and uh, we've got $7,900 in the bank right now. And with our bills and everything by the, I've you know, ran the numbers for seven months, um, I'm thinking we could have anywhere from 30 to 31,500 set aside. So that's kind of the reason I was feeling set aside a little when? More confident. um by the time the baby gets here,
0: so when are you talking about starting the business?
2: well, uh, probably like uh you know within the next year within the next twelve months,
0: okay, so like five or six months after baby comes, yes, sir, okay. well, that makes more sense than now, right. I uh, wouldn't do it now. Um, okay, I, I, I love the idea of people being in business for themselves that want to be. I I mm-hmm. believe in small business. I believe in self-employment. I love the idea. I, I like your hustle. I like your, I like your mentality. Um, what we normally would tell people to do, you don't have this option, is to start your business as a side gig and grow it until it gets almost as big as your main gig, and then when you walk out the door, you don't feel it. But what you're yes. doing is you're just jumping out of the airplane and sure hoping the chute chute deploys. I see. You know you got you're going from uh, thirty five thousand to zero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you really can't, with good ethics, work on getting customers while you're working for somebody in the same business, right? Right.
3: Have you looked into the startup costs of a pest control business?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I have.
3: What, is it, what does the cost look like?
2: Well, I mean, it's really not, I mean, it's not very expensive. It's under $10,000 because all you need is equipment and, um, you know, the licensing and things like that.
3: And you'll need money for marketing, a website, you're going to hire people
2: uh no like at first i would work by myself um where are you going to get your customers as far as marketing so i was thinking either um like a google search business um profile or um you know radio advertising
3: which will cost you money So that's another thing to factor into the equation. Uh, There's pest control companies that have been around a lot longer with more money, with more marketing, with more Google history that will show up way before you do. And so I would have a a really strong plan of attack that doesn't involve trying to sink a whole bunch of money into marketing up front.
2: Right, yeah. Well, also, too, I mean, I'd be hitting the pavement, you know. um, Door to door? going, Going to businesses, yeah. Going to, you know hitting neighborhoods and kind of making sales that way, too. Okay.
0: Why would I use you versus ABC that's been open for 10 years?
2: Um, because I have the experience, and I'm going to show the dedication that ABC wouldn't show because they're, they're just hiring somebody that's working for minimum wage that's just gonna go in and spray real quick, not even do an inspection. I'm gonna come in and do an inspection every single
0: time. Okay. What what I just asked you is called your brand differentiator. How is your brand different from your competitors? And you gave a really good answer by the way. So you need to get Thank that you man. need to get that narrative down because that's why that's what people are going to be asking themselves. Is um okay. you know, why are you different? Why would I care? I've got someone that sprays my building now. Why would I change? I mean, you're going to find a few places that have zero pest control, but not many. Most of them, you're going to be asking them to change companies, not start from zero, which is good news because they're already spending the money. Uh, They're used to spend the money. You're not trying to get them to spend more money than they're spending now, but you are getting them to change, and change people don't do unless they've got a reason, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I I think you need a big uh, war chest here. And uh, I'm going to send you a copy of our book, Entree Leadership, which is how we run business here. We've got a whole brand called Entree Leadership, works with small businesses. We work with a lot of pest control people around the nation, as a matter of fact. Uh, They come to our Entree Leadership conferences. I've met a bunch of them over the years. And so it is a good business to be in. It's a good service you provide. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Um uh, and a lot of things you can do that uh, brand differentiate I endorse one in a, one city that uses all natural oh, yeah. chemicals
3: I uh, hung out with one at, in San Antonio yeah, long time advertiser yeah. Yeah. Been, of been with me for
0: 15 plus years we've yeah. been endorsing them there so uh, it's it's a great great idea great brand differentiator you know, all natural chemicals.
3: But I do my homework and go, what are all the competitors in the area? What are they doing? How are they marketing themselves? How can I stand out
0: in the crowd? What's the pricing structures look like? All of that. You really, really, really need to do your detail. The good news is you got a year to get all that ready before you have to make the jump. The The scariest part of the whole thing, Jacob, is you're going to go from, you know, making money to zero, day one. Because you really can't go lay a foundation under the business in terms of customers or income, with integrity while you're working for your, yeah. you know, getting ready to turn your future thing into a competitor. It may be
3: wise to jump into a different kind of sales role where you could start this pest control business on the side take while a, having take a, a different job. Exactly.
0: Work in a completely different field. That for would the next give me year. some
3: financial peace if I had a new You baby. know what? If
0: you could do something else making 35000 anything for one year while you do this, um, and then you're not a competitor, and you could begin to build your pest control business a little bit on the side. That's a great idea, George. That
3: excites me. It just makes me less nervous for him.
0: You know, that's... that With a new baby. That's as smart as, like, Ken Coleman. Good, wow. Good... Good... In, Ken, good in, I'm good, getting on your good level, good buddy. Good idea. But I'm excited really, for Really, really good idea. That's cool. I like that. That's the way you do it, Jacob. Because the, th- the biggest thing that's bothering me about this is the zero... Risk. You know, 35 to zero.
4: A lot but of that's risk. The
0: thing. And with a brand new baby. <laughs> a recipe for Sharon stre- would not allow that. It's a recipe for stress. Actually, she would, but yeah. You did it. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. So there you go. This is the Ramsey show. George Campbell Ramsey personality is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. John and Valerie are with us. Hey guys, how are you? Good.
4: How We're are great, you? Dave?
0: Good to see you. Good to see you. Welcome. Where do y'all live?
4: Lancaster, Pennsylvania.
0: Lancaster. I love it. Love it. Love it. Welcome to Nashville. How much debt have you paid off?
4: Uh, 223000 in just under four
0: years. Good for you. And your range of income during those four years?
4: Um, it started off with about 70000 and that was with two incomes and then it went to 112000 on one income. Wow. Woo. Nice jump. What do you do for a living?
0: So I
4: am a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. and John is a realtor.
0: Ah, okay. So- and real estate business has been better than the old job.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: It definitely was. So it's funny, Dave, actually.
5: Um, I lost my W-2 job, nine to five job um, in 2000. I almost said 2009. In 2019, February of 2019, we were basically both making 35000 40000 a year there. Um, scrambled to figure out the next thing. Got into real estate that summer. Um, You know, tried to basically was beans and rice for a few months until I started making money in real estate Mm -hmm. from when I lost my job in February to the next June. I think I made about $15,000 in real estate. So it was slim pickings there for a little (laughs) bit. Yeah, but uh, she, she, and then finally, you know, we were able to finally, when our daughter was born, our second child, she was able to stay home. She yeah. worked to
0: kind of make ends meet for a while. By then, you had gotten it moving, yeah. That's yeah. right. Good. What kind of debt was the 223000 All the stupid. Everything. Um, <laughs> mostly Johns. Thank you. Um, but obviously,
4: once we got married, I yeah. took it on too. But, Look at those um, bus
0: tracks right there. <laughs> I That's see them. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, but credit it was cards, student, cards loans, student loans.
5: Car. Yep. And then the house—the
4: house—paid
0: you well, off your house. Yes, we sir. did. All right, Woo. look at Woo. it. We're people. Yes, sir. Yo. I love it. So, what's the house worth?
5: Uh, probably now a house worth about two seventy-five. Mm-hmm. But we bought it, it was worth—we uh, bought it for one sixty-five. So we Excellent. owed about. 150 on the time. So actually, um, the man to your right needs a raise. So I actually <laughs> you, met George um, last August. I, I have a podcast for realtors, and I was at a conference in Nashville called Podcast Movement, mm-hmm. ran into George. He was super kind, like everyone that you employ, super awesome. Uh, talked to me for a little bit, said, oh, I have family in York. I love Lancaster. Um, and he, I said, can you record a quick video to send home to my wife? It was hilarious. He basically said, we wish you were here instead of him, which is true. True, um, she's the better half, and then he kind of said, you know, talked about his and Whitney's journey, and said, "I think you guys will pay off your house uh, even faster than you think it was." Our goal was kind of by the time I was thirty-five, and uh, we did it. Uh, yeah, so August I met him, and by June it was paid off. So, wow! Mm-hmm. So the man needs a raise, Dave.
3: I'm
0: just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I didn't
3: know I had that kind of power, that's John. Right. You did. That's uh, right. So not only <laughs>
0: amazing. He's a prophet. He I got you life. on board. <laughs> Yeah. And sped up this whole process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I manifested
3: yeah. it.
2: Yeah, yep.
5: and we were on board. So really, like we got involved from a through a church. Our mm-hmm. church at the time, four years ago. Um, I was not feeling it at first, and then when I wanted to buy a house or buy something, she's like, "Yeah, well, you look at these numbers and tell me how we're going to do that."
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. We were doing a lot, of Dave-ish yeah. at first, mm-hmm. and then don't um, do
5: Dave-ish, guys. Stop. Yeah, stop.
4: It took a little bit to get him on board because <laughs> I always grew up with the budget mm-hmm. and everything like that but he didn't and so we learned a lot through our five years of marriage mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um so then once he got on he was like he got on like he was listening to p- the podcast and everything every day at work and everything i needed a life really yeah he did <laughs> he was a little it. obsessed
0: well congratulations <laughs> you so guys how old are you now 30 34 <laughs> Thirty-three, thirty-four. <laughs> okay, with a paid-for right. house. And so you no did debt. make it. You did make it before thirty-five. That's and the right. House is paid for. <laughs> yes, sir. House and everything. You're officially weird. People, yes, way sir. to go. Thank you. Congratulations. What do you tell Thank people? You. The key to getting out of debt is.
5: I think you need you need someone that's going to encourage and mentor you, and you need to be on the same page. I'll give a shout out to a buddy, uh, Vincent Puglisi of mine. He runs a mastermind that I'm in every week. I learn how to grow in my business, grow as a you know person of faith, family through that mentorship and. Really, I think being on the same page, like we, you know, I think the biggest thing that we've kind of learned is, you know, in in, in the class, and we've, we've led the class a couple of times, you know, Rachel comes on and talks about how, oh, I'm, I'm the spender, Winston's the saver, et cetera. And so I think like having people that are like, oh, no, we don't all like save all our money. We want to spend money. We want to go to Chick-fil-A. We want to go to Target. Helps people. I mean, I, I think like I, I needed that. You know, freedom to spend some money. And she was willing to say, okay, I think at first you wanted spending money to be like $50 a month. And I thought like $50 a week or yeah. like a day. So, <laughs> so the
4: balance of it, too. Yeah. So,
0: wow. Yeah, way to go, guys. Very, yeah. very, very well done. Excellent, excellent job. All right, now you're teaching the class. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is?
4: Um, budget, for one, mm-hmm. uh, follow it to a T,
0: mm-hmm.
4: um, which uh, can be very hard, but mm-hmm. don't give up. Mm-hmm. Um. Just keep plugging along. If you mess up, mm-hmm. then it's okay. Grace, there's, grace, yes, yep. There's another day and you can just keep going.
5: I think the coolest thing too, Dave, is so I, I sell real estate in Lancaster, right? Like I meet clients and... Um, We've been open and honest about our journey the entire time. Um, I mean, we didn't say we're broken. So, I mean, June of 2020, I thought we were going to lose our house. I had barely sold any any real estate. We asked family if we could move in with them. It wasn't a great situation for them at the time. So, and from there, like we were like, well, then we got to do something about it. Kind of like went like, you know, we're passionate about you know getting out of debt, um, figuring this out. We thought we'd have to sell our house, and then. Literally 24 months later, in June of 2022, the house was paid off. Mm-hmm. And so I would just encourage you. I mean, we were living off $40,000 for a while. So I think so many people listen to the show and are, are like, "Oh, those people are rich." No, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get on the plan. Maybe you do make $40,000. Okay, so what can you cut in your budget um, to make it work? And by the way, I love iPhones. You guys don't need a new iPhone every six months. I'll just go ahead and say that. That hurt, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. spoken like a true iPhone. I think user. you can fill in it for is. us if we're out. Yeah. yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> Got the podcast down. I remember his passion from when we met at the podcast movement. I'm so proud of you guys to see you here today less than a year later having done the hard work yeah. and Thank went you. full intensity, not Dave Ish, but all in. Thank
2: it's a game so changer. Mm-hmm.
5: And yeah. and I think, George, even, I mean, people say all the time on the Facebook channel like how you'll respond to Instagram messages. You'll I mean, I know you're busy, but I think like even you being willing to do it. I met a great person on your staff, Jeremy, earlier when we were out in the lobby. People on your staff coming down and meeting people. people. I mean, if you guys like what you see from dave what you see from george on the show is like real life i've met him um and and i think like i think that really says a lot about your organization and the people that you hire i have told her i apologize to my in-laws but it'll be when the kids are adults that i want to come work here when all the babies are grown up come be part of this uh life-changing stuff you guys teach that's
0: very cool well we would love to have you you're our kind of folks obviously way to go george (laughs) Thank you. Who knew? It happened. I'm telling you, you're you're incredible. You never know who you're going to meet. I think we are going to give you a raise. Instead of one beaver pelt, I'm going to give you two.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yes. I needed a matching one. This is perfect.
0: Well, you guys are an inspiration. Call back from an earlier hour. Okay. Thank you so much. Well done, you guys. Very well done. Hey, we've got a copy of Total Money Makeover for you in the Live and Give bundle along with the... uh, the, Million, the Baby Steps Millionaires Book, whatever that book's called. <laughs> and the uh, uh, Financial Peace University membership. You'll be able to give that to somebody. Obviously, your leading classes. You'll find a deserving person that needs that. So very, Sounds very good. well done. We're proud of you guys. Thank, Thank you Jim. so much. Great work. All right, bring the kiddos up. Let's introduce some names and ages. So this is Caden. He's three. Mm-hmm. And Liliana
5: is one and a half.
0: All right. And he
5: was so excited to meet Dave Ramsey All and right. George. George who? Oh. Oh. George Kim. George Camel. George, oh. Camel. George doesn't the get Camel. get that. And Dave who? I love
0: it. <laughs> Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> All right. I love it. All right. John and Valerie, Caden and Liliana from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, hey, 223000 house and everything? Did it in four right. years, making 70 to 112. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. All right. Three, Three, two, one. We're debt-free. We're way to go well done well done man what a cool couple love this who says you need a house payment not these guys not these guys 34 years old mic drop this is the ramsey show Scripture of the day, Philippians 2.4, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Booker T. Washington said, the happiest people are those who do the most for others. The most miserable are those who do the least. No question about it. You know who the other happy people are? They're the ones that give. Generous people. It's very difficult to find someone who's outrageously generous who's not also outrageously happy.
3: Mm. There's a correlation there.
0: You ever seen anybody that was depressed that was generous?
3: Not that Uh, I can think of.
0: Doesn't come to mind. Always got a big smile on their face because it's just a lot of fun. So every year we do an annual giving show. We'll be doing it on December 14th in a couple of weeks. If you have a great giving story or receiving story that would inspire others in this whole area of generosity, we need your help. We need to hear your story, and America needs to hear your story, and the world needs to hear your story on this podcast, this YouTube channel, and this radio show. Not necessarily in that order, but there you go. And uh, so what do you do? Email us at ask at RamseySolutions.com. The email address is ask at RamseySolutions.com. Put giving in the subject line. Put a little bit about your giving or receiving story and why it's inspiring. Team will get back to you, and we will set you up to be a caller to tell your story on December the 14th on our special annual giving show. Samantha's in Utah. Hi, Samantha. How are you? Great. How are you, Dave? Better than we deserve. What's up?
1: So I'm getting married. Um, my fiance and I are getting married in three months, and we are trying to combine our finances and households and everything like that. And um, I'm just looking for some advice as to how to do that. Um, I'm in baby step three B. He is, well, for me, has learned all about your program. Um, he's enrolled in financial Peace University. <laughs> we're taking financial. Peace University as of January um, Christmas present, and he um, he has some debt. I obviously parking off and have a savings. Um, our big question is is where to live. His um, uh, his place is um, expiring. The lease is expiring. I'm on a month to month, and we're trying to figure out: do we buy, uh, especially in this market, or no. Okay.
0: You're in debt. Okay. You don't buy until you're out of debt and have your emergency fund in place and your down payment. You knew that.
1: Yeah. You're I not mean, in debt,
0: but we are in debt when the, when we have a we. You're not a we yet, but you'll be a we soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, and um, so one of the big questions we have is also um, we make a pretty good income, and it's something that we can clear up pretty quickly. Good. But wondering... Yeah, when when is do we live in a twelve hundred square foot apartment, or do we try to maybe rent something a little bit bigger?
3: Well, how many rooms do you need? How many kids do you guys have?
1: Um, I have three. He has he has two that are living at home that come to visit usually on on you know during visit times.
0: Okay, See who, who who's living in a twelve hundred square foot? I am. With three kids. Yep. Okay, and that's the month to month, and his lease is expiring and will not renew.
1: I he can renew it. It's just it would be locked in for another year, and um, it's more expensive than mine.
3: Mhm. Okay. What's your take-home pay going to be once you're married?
1: Um, we'll have a combined of about four hundred fifty a year.
0: Whoa,
3: that's good news. Sweet.
0: Yeah. I would go. I would go rent something else for six months. That's nice and that you guys can get settled into and begin to get the um, the kinks worked out of the comp the combining of the households you will make a better mm-hmm. house purchase decision after you have lived together a while and been married a while than you will from just being engaged you will probably buy a different okay. house you probably buy a different house six months after marriage than you would buy before marriage It's
1: probably true um we were looking at one though and it looks like that to sort of be able to combine everything together we're going to jump from about 1100 a month to about 3000 a month. So what, you make a, you make
0: a half a million dollars a year, so what?
1: Yeah. But
0: I'm a nerd. I know, but it's not, <laughs> like, no, you're, you're not a so nerd, you're, you're a cheap nerd. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of people. We love you. We think you're amazing. But yeah, you're, you're right. And the point is, though, okay, I'm not, I'm not signing you up for this for 10 years. I'm signing you up for six months.
1: Okay.
0: And um, make sure it's a six-month deal. Okay. Don't, don't sign a three-year lease. I mean, because you're, you know, get in there, get settled, get the kids used to the rhythm of the other ones visiting on the weekends, all this kind of stuff, and the, the flow of bedrooms, and the the the. Dynamics. There's a lot of uh, family dynamic that you guys are going to, that, that is going to affect your house purchase.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you actually are living in it versus just perceiving how you think it's going to be, it is going to be a little different. It has to be. I don't think anyone could look at it from the outside and know. I know I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just give yourself a little mercy here. But yeah, I don't think you have to cram into a 1,200 square footer because it's cheap. And you, but you, with your combined income being so huge, oh my gosh, I'm killing we're, it.
3: We're talking like thirty grand at least a month take home pay.
0: More. I mean, yeah. that's, so
3: you got plenty of wiggle room there, even paying three grand a month for rent.
0: And again, it's just a temporary thing. And then yes, go buy you a house by the end of the year. No question. End of 24. Or twenty three rather, yeah. not 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 twenty two. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Adele is in Billings, Montana. Hi, Adele. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Um, a little short on time. My, go straight uh, to your question. Yeah. So my husband and I are sixty two. We're totally debt free. We have about one and a half million saved in various like money markets, a brokerage account. You know, with um, Edward Jones. Way to go. And then yeah. And we um, own our home, and it's um, paid off. And we have it's about worth seven hundred. Okay, so my sister has property of mine in California that she that she and her husband farm, and they want to buy it for five hundred thousand. But we're not sure if we should keep the property just to diversify and have this property that we get about six thousand a year for six to twelve. Why, why would you? Why would money? you work
0: on a one percent rate of return?
1: I don't know, because she's family. <laughs> don't know.
0: I, I would not buy a piece <laughs> of farm <foreign laughs> property that gave me a one percent rate of return. Well, it's half of your um, net worth. Was, or it's a third of your net worth.
1: Okay, no, I'm not sure. So this was inherited land that's mine, and
0: oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said you were going to buy it.
1: No, she wants to buy it because they're the farmers. Oh, you own, you own it.
0: You own it for own half it. a million. And yes. Okay. She well, wants
1: to pay me a half a million. Or should we keep it? That's what we're wondering. Should we hang on to, to the land just For the
0: revenue it's
3: generating? Because it's only generating 6 to 12, you It's said. not much. Yeah.
1: It's not much. Why would you... Thought, uh, you know,
0: over okay. time... Well, right quick, what would be the reason you would keep it?
1: I have no idea. I don't know if it's just smart to keep something besides money in the bank.
0: No. You okay. can you can put a half a million dollars in a lot of different things that does better, and that is money in the bank that that, that you can, can get you your hands one on. one thing? The, and the, I'll do I, it. <laughs> I think I I think the the only reason I would keep this property if I were you would be just that it means a lot to me emotionally because it's an old family farm. But it's staying in the family if you sell it to her, right?
1: Right. Right. It is. How, how
0: mu- five years from now, how much are you going to hate yourself for selling this property? Any at all?
1: None. Sell it. Unless it triples. And no, 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 no. I think you it. can
0: buy property that will go up in value <laughs> faster than that.
1: Okay. I'm not sure. It's I'm not okay. sure it's
0: great investment property. I'm not positive it's not, but I'm not sure it is. I think you can make other real estate investments in Montana, for instance. That, and even that, investing that, that, if you would take 500
3: great. into that brokerage account, it could generate way more than 6 yeah. or 12 a year.
0: I'd bring a half million to Billings and invest it around there in real estate if you want to own some real estate for investment purposes. But if, if you had a half million dollars sitting on the counter and you didn't own this, you wouldn't go buy it. That, that tells, that tells it. you not to keep it. That tells you not to keep it right there. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.